Hey, welcome to Zenio Mon Podcast. This is Amy. And this is Carrie. And this is episode nine. Nine. Ooh, we're almost in double digits. So excited about that. I am because I feel like ten is a good number. You know, people try to do their podcasts and they might do a couple of them, yeah. a couple of episodes and then just not stick with it. Sure. Kind of like me and blogging for many years. Though the mm-hmm. one that I have now, I'd like to think is stuck. You do, even you though do. I don't write yeah. into it very as, as often. But um, but 10 really feels like we're in this. It's a milestone. We're in it till the end. No, I was gonna <laughs> I was going to wait until next episode since we're talking about it. Yeah. So as you guys all know, we ha- we are on social media. We are. Facebook, yep. Instagram, Zenial yep. Mum Podcast. We are on Twitter as Zenial Mum Pod. We don't get as much action yes. on Twitter. So feel free to send us some Twitter love. Yeah. That sounds really dirty. Nope. We know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> we, you can always kick it old school with us, Zenial Mom Podcast at gmail.com. But one of the things that you know, we're about 10 episodes. We mm. want to stick around. We yeah. have fun doing it. I mean, we'd probably still do it anyway because we like to get we together like to and chat. It. But we want to share the love. Exactly. Yeah. And the, we can ask for help in two areas. Yes. If you are an Apple person, mm-hmm. please leave a review for us. Oh, Hopefully okay. a good one. But yeah, at the same time, if, yeah. you know, if we're not, well, I'm not going to tell you to lie. Exactly. But secondly, feel free to share us. If you right. know of any friends that might be interested in our content, I know my friend Melissa did, so thank you, Melissa. We got Yay. some more Facebook likes. Awesome. But if, yeah, if, if you find, con- bleh, I can't even talk. If you it's find me. value to our content, mm-hmm. please share us with friends that you think would enjoy it, because we'd love to have... Definitely. We'd love to have everyone around and we'd love join to in the conversation. Share our craziness all across. Yeah, anywhere yeah, we, we can. We love to come up with we come up with questions and we forget to ask them on social media. So we're trying to get better about that. But I got a good one. I got a good one that I'm going to be You're throwing out there on week. social media. Awesome. So um, have to do our usual. We came in with ScottHolmesMusic.com. We love him. We just don't want him to sue so us. You know what's so we funny. always mention it. Yeah. I feel like I should have a crush on him. I don't know oh, why. No. Like I feel like we should be groupies. <laughs> Did you look up his website? Uh, I don't remember seeing a picture of him, but I, oh. I did look up his Instagram, which both my personal account, uh-huh. which is Carrie Ann McKim, if anyone wants to follow my personal one, um, or our Zenial Mom podcast mm-hmm. Instagram. I follow him on both of them, but I yeah. feel, I don't know, we talk Do about him so stalker-ish? much. No, he no. puts it out there. I feel okay. like if you put it on social media. True. It's there. Yeah. Well, we love his stuff. But so. I just feel like we talk about him so much that I you feel should. like it just <laughs> kicks in that we should be fangirling him. I don't know why. I need to listen to more of his stuff because we listened to a number, number of his tracks when we were deciding on which ones to use. And it's some good stuff. And well, I'm, You know it's very altruistic that he does this. Yes. He says, thank you for letting me be part of your creativity. Right. It's nice that he has the, the resources out there for free when you're kind of, you know, you don't make money off of it. As long as you give him honorable mention, which we do on everything. You know, he could easily create his music and yeah. say, no, you can't use this. This yeah. is mine. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. So I do, we do need to give the warning up front. This is going to be one of our heavier episodes. We'll discuss why later, but, you know, if you have small kids around, this might not be an episode to 
um, listen to with them in the room. Now, if they're too busy on their own tablet, watching YouTube kids and not paying attention. Sure. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to point any shame because that's me. We're not going to be dropping the F-bomb left and right. No. It's not that Nothing kind graphic. of not listening to. Just something a little heavier. The content. Exactly. So before we get into that, though, we got to have a mom's night out this week. With we our did with Amy. our other friend Amy. Yeah, or as my daughter fun. calls her, Amy with two dogs. Amy with two dogs. <laughs> oh, no. What am I, Ben? <laughs> you're your daughter's mother. I, I'm... Okay. You're the... Hope and Joy's mom. Yes. Okay. I was okay. going to let you say their name. I don't... <laughs> it's all good. Yes. That's you, hilarious. That's, that's who you Joy's are. Mom and Amy with the two dogs. I love it. <laughs> so we, we were enticed out to one of our favorite hangout spins because they had the fall beverages on the menu. And they had that... They advertised on their Facebook page. Oh, macaroni cheese mom. But the, the butternut squash oh, one. But then we went and night. they didn't have it. That was disappointing for you. They I had know. like some pulled pork one, but I didn't want the pulled pork No. One. And then we just missed it again. They had an artichoke and spinach mac and oh, cheese. Oh, that sounds delicious. You know what? I have artichoke and spinach dip in the fridge. Why did I not pull that out when you um, came over? Because we're eating leftover birthday cake. Oh, that's right. We'll get to that. Yeah, one we'll get to that. Time. We'll get to that <laughs> upcoming. But but we had a good. It was nice. They the school, um, the local girls who had a trip at our school was having a parents' night out. So, dropped the kiddos off. I know they had a great time doing arts, crafts, crazy stuff, and we got to go out for a few hours. Except I had a curfew. <laughs> and, you girls and, didn't. Uh, and Amy with two dogs, and I did not. No. So you now this has happened what three times now where I'm the one that leaves early. And then you and Amy seem to go off and do all this crazy <laughs> stuff without me. And I'm just having that envy, like, oh. We, we went down to the side of town, two establishments that I've not been to since okay. I got back. And the first one we went to was the Hidden Vibes Tap, or which that name just sounds so dirty to me. But I haven't heard of that one. Is that it's new? It's where Chummies used to be. Before that, it was Parker's. Okay. I had I've not been, been to it since it was Parker's. And I went in. It's totally not my... It's like a club, so it's a yeah, club. It was pre- pretty much empty friend. when we went in. Yeah. Um, and then we walked over to Peppers, which used yeah. to be such a dive. And I guess some people would still say it was, but now it's the hip place to hang out with young really? people. Packed. 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 Interesting. Like, oh, oh, and it was... Yeah. It felt late because I know a lot of times we go out at like 7 or 8 and mm-hmm. we've gone out at 5, so it felt, even though it was only like 10 it felt like it was midnight so yeah i was tired but yeah when um amy was pointing out who some of the kids were they were kids of people kids we of knew friends. oh my gosh and i'm just, i feel old. too old oh my god i feel too old this is not the peppers i remember hey there's nothing wrong with that oh i know and it's good that there are people out and about and yeah you know, patronizing our local businesses. Exactly. We'd love to do that, too. You know, nightlife is a good thing in this area. Yeah. We but I just felt really old. <laughs> I might stick to more fins and airline. And is that more our style now? I think so. Oh, my goodness. Well, I also, I, I like those places because it's easier to chill and in ch- chat together whereas i feel like places like that it's a little bit more you know crunched in yelling over noise kind of places was that how it was yeah and i just feel like those years of my life were over yeah i'm old You're but in a good way i'm not dead i'm nope. still going out nope 
to me. But it just made me laugh how old I felt. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just not a pub person, I guess. I'd much rather be out in nature. <laughs> as far as establishments go, I'm more of like the pub kind of person. Okay. Not, not the crowded Yeah, not club. the kind of club. You want Overcrowded bar. Social, big, comfy leather chairs. Yeah. On, yeah. No, I'm with you. More of an English vibe, which is why we like... We tend to go to the Irish bar and the English bar. Exactly. We, we got in our pre-dinner when we... When, Yes. Amy Two Dogs. And Amy Two Dogs, yep. She knows that that's what Maddie calls it's her. It's hilarious. But, but when we got there, we arrived before you did, and she said it was going to be a 45 minute hour wait. And we're like, yeah. well, let's just put our name in because they'll take your number and call you. Which so is we went across awesome. yeah. the airline and had a drink before. Yeah. And that's the English. They even, English. I think it's Wednesday nights they do trivia night. Oh, we got to that And I would love sometime. to go. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd be horrible. But I have be a fun. lot of random information crowded in this head. Yes. Between the two of us, we might do but pretty it's well. usually useless stuff. Though I did okay. win on a cruise ship once. Yes. And it was all me. Brian was not. My late husband was no help here. Uh-oh. He was a brilliant man, but geography, oh. anything south of... Mexico is Costa Rica, and in the U.S., anything south of um, Pennsylvania was Kentucky. <laughs> he was not geographically inclined, where I'm pretty good at that. Okay. So what, what did you win on? It was a geography quiz. Well, and... Do you remember what the question was? Oh, well, no. We just got the most out of oh, okay. all 20. But can... Okay. I'll tell an anecdote. Do you remember that show Wings? Yes. There was one episode that they were playing Trivial Pursuit. Okay. And I think Helen and Joe were a group. They were the couple and they were yes. a team. Yeah. And then Faye and Joe, the like laid back brother, were okay, a group. Right. And then that know that like mean guy Roy and then Lowell the mechanic yes. were another a great group. Show. And every time it would come around, Lowell kept saying, Anne Margaret, Anne Margaret. Wasn't that and, eventually the answer at one well, point? Well, yes, yes. So Roy gets mad. He's like, do not answer a question. <laughs> do not. And then it came around and that was the, the question. Oh, my gosh. So Brian would always say Costa Rica for everything south of Mexico. <laughs> and there was one question. At this point, I had not seen Jurassic Park. I had finished seeing it after. But they said, what's, a, what's the name of the uh, Jurassic Park is located on an island 90 miles off the coast in this country. And I look at Brian like, do not say Costa Rica. And then Brian goes, oh, I think it's Madagascar. He really, he didn't think yeah. it was Costa Rica. So we put that. That was like the only one we got wrong. And they were like, it's Costa Rica. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we still won. I still got my little plastic yep. ship on a stick. Oh, that is hilarious. Because it was a carnival cruise. But yeah, it was totally that moment from Wings. Because I was like, don't you dare say Costa Rica. Because every question he kept saying, that Costa Rica. That is hilarious. Then we oh threw in Bogota a couple times. And I'm like, <laughs> stop. You don't know geography. You know so much about so much in the world. He won like a sports trivia contest yeah. on a cruise. It was like obscure sports. And he told me a regular sports he would have won, but he won obscure sports oh, trivia. But yeah, we, we won the ship on the stick because of me. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. We went on a tangent there, but that's okay. I know, okay. I'm trying to think what else has been going Oh, we were just talking about the fact that we, speaking of local geography, 
we just finished up soccer season. We did. And your last game was down on Deer Isle. Down on Deer Isle. Ours was in Ellsworth. It was cold and rainy. Cold it and felt rainy. like England. It was 50 degrees yes. to the, that kind of chillingly cold rain. See, I think we, we ended soccer season just at the right weekend because it's just getting to the point where it's uncomfortable to be out there. For a long period of time. Yeah. If it wasn't raining, it wouldn't have been bad. No, we, we were a little later in the day, so we had decent weather. It was a little misty, kind of. Well, the previous Saturday, it was cold. Like, yeah. I wish I brought a blanket. It was... I. This is where having a lot of what I own in my car right now going back and forth everywhere. Right. I found these cheap gloves I bought at Walmart at oh, one point in go. my car, and I was glad because... Last Saturday, it was cold. We had our game in Ellsworth, but Mm -hmm. I didn't need the gloves, but it was still cold and rainy. Yeah. I'm just glad it's it's done with. I love soccer. Don't get me wrong. It's fun, but... And we were... We, our little team, won every single game this season. I don't think it gets us anything. It's, you know, like a rec league, but still, it's kind of cool. My daughter, I don't even think they keep score. They're all, like, kindergarten age. That group, no, I don't think they even do (laughs) My daughter is still, the whole team's, like, way ahead of her, and she's running after the thing. Slow down, everybody. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Did she even get to the ball? Hopefully a little bit. A little bit. Okay, good. She's... Definitely like a daydreamer, like T-ball. Oh, Though T-ball, yeah. she was only four. Okay. She was the kid halfway through the whole three innings they're playing is playing in the dirt. Though she wasn't the only one. <laughs> I think she's just still at that age. She likes soccer. I don't know. She'll yeah. probably play next year, but... Just for fun, I mean, it's... it's these are exercise. the sampling years, and she exactly. wants to try everything. So, you know, we had a good time. I hope her town... They didn't pull a team together, so she didn't okay. hear the why, which I know the why has a lot of kids, but that's the thing. It yeah. gets a little chaotic sometimes, so. And they were, the schedule was a little crazy this year, too. We didn't get uh, our Saturday schedules till like, Tuesday or Wednesday of game each week. So it kind of made Saturday playing a little difficult. We had cheering started, so we were overlapping with cheering. Somehow, over the three weeks it overlapped, we did not overlap a single practice or game, oh, even wow. though they were both scheduled on the same days. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yay, we made it through. Now we can focus on cheering until March. Oh, my gosh. Oh, talk about a long season. Holy That's cow. something we need to talk about hmm. at a future time is about um, like I know with Maddie, and you know, the plan was with my late husband, he was big on you can do whatever you want, but you finish the season. But some right. things when they're a year long, yeah, like when do you know when enough is enough, or when do you? <laughs> and that's why I think we could talk yeah. about this for a whole episode because I heard that there's a new theory called dolphin parenting, which is huh. not being so hard on stuff like that, like letting kids quit or things like that, that it's not oh. as damaging as you would think. Uh, I haven't read the book. Maybe I'll read the book yeah, and report book. back. Read the book, report back. I do want to talk about that. Write that down in your notes because I do want to want to address that sometime. Oh, yeah, your mental notes. Well, no, okay, I'll write down my prescription. Okay, Come yeah, on. right now I'm paperless. Dolphin. I'm writing it down, Carrie. Dolphining. That's a or new just, term for me. you know, the whole... Is it ever okay to quit something? The testing kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, we definitely, because I have some or thoughts is on Is there a limit? I mean, right. I know you know that I have my thoughts now. Yes. Yes, and I definitely have my thoughts. And it, at most of my answers, whenever I'm asked something, it depends. Yeah. 
I had an HR attorney that I loved who was a fantastic back um, at my old job in Maricopa County Attorney's Office back in Phoenix. And any time you asked him a question in the human resources world, his answer always started with, it depends. That sounds like such, and as someone who is married to an attorney, that sounds yeah. like such a, because even though the law is finite in some mm-hmm. way, there's always... There's always interpretation, and especially in HR. Or my, my late husband was big on, there's almost always a loophole. There's almost always a loophole. A good and, attorney will find that yeah. loophole. And unfortunately with human resources, it's a, it can be a sometimes who, I don't want to say the words he said, she said, because usually it's like well, a she and a she, but... It's an, it's a field where you're dealing strictly on personality. Exactly. It was pretty tricky. So at any rate, that's, that's definitely something we should that's look into. That's something we should, because there's so much that could be said about that. Yep. So, so yeah, soccer ended. Soccer ended. Which, it's a sign that we're now... Firmly in fall, firmly the leaves fall. are, they're technically leaves not, I, not peak? they're not quite according to the charts, but we're close. Okay. okay. Most of Maine is peaked. The coast is not quite, we're close to peak. I'll, I'll say this, um, Joy and I, we've kind of started a yearly ritual of going out and painting. Oh, that sounds colors. so nice. I think we actually missed last year. Um, but the very first year we went over to a little local pond and it was the beautiful colors reflected in the pond. There were ducks. So we had a great time painting. And so yesterday, in fact, we went up to, um, Woodlawn, the Colonel Black Mansion, which happens to be an ancestral home of my family. If you haven't looked up, uh, Woodlawn Museum, I think woodlawnmuseum.org might be their website. Fantastic little Can we go at Christmas this year? Oh, we need to. They decorate for trees. It's gorgeous. I don't know if I'll bring Maddie, though, because she likes to touch everything. She might still be okay, because they understand about that stuff. Um, well, because you worked there, so you I would worked know. there when I was a teenager. I was a tour guide, yeah. So that was uh, one of my favorite jobs. Um, so I was trying desperately yesterday. Between cheering and soccer game, we had like an hour and a half. I packed a picnic, and I was desperately trying to find a place in misty drizzle to sit and paint. I brought all the supplies with me, and we had so much trouble finding a spot. I finally took up to Woodlawn. There's a little pond on the trails mm-hmm. in the back. We sat down. I threw up blankets, sat down on the ground by the pond, and we painted. The trees weren't at peak, though. It wasn't gorgeous, but some colors. I'll have to show you the, mm-hmm. my painting on the way out. Um, and it was just a nice time for us just to sit and, and paint the colors and paint everything around us. So it was good. Yeah, the the neat thing when it's cloudy though mm-hmm. is the the trees that are brilliantly red really stand out yes, with the clouds. The gray was nice actually on some of those colors. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. So no, well, we're definitely in fall season and the fall drinks at Finn's. We yes, had. pumpkin pie martini. That I think was I mine. Had the apples, uh, caramel apple martini maybe is what I ended up with. Had caramel and apple. It was good. That's I, all I hear about. you know, I'm home now. But I have to live where there are four seasons. Uh, yeah. And that's what I love. Because I love that yeah. you know, every season you have all this cool stuff to look forward to. Yeah, I love it. I, that's something I did miss a lot when I was in Arizona. So, very cool. Now we have, unless you have anything else current event-ish. No. In fact, I think we should go into the, the we game. Ha- we have then. a game to play. All right. So, here is the deal. And I'm... In a leather chair, so I'm squeaking a little bit here. We might want to only do like, we'll do a couple, three of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll save the rest for another time. Then okay. I'm gonna come up with some for you. Okay, perfect. 
So this came about, this is, game is called Crazy or Not, and this game came about because um, I have um, kind of a, a distant friend, one of my gamer friends, and they have always kind of given me grief sometimes when they say I'm over-emotional or I'm a little crazy. I have a Leo moon, as does my daughter. Yeah. And my brother, so you, you don't need to talk to me. Leo, yeah. Leo's ruled by emotions, yeah. so, and moon. And it, it's kind of funny to me because, in general, I'm a very restrained kind of a person. Double Taurus. I, I'm a double Taurus. With a Libra moon. A, is my moon Libra? I think so. Okay. I always forget these things. So I'm, I'm the weirdo that does my friend's dress. <laughs> it's all good. Or, you know what? Double check that because it might actually be my friend Allison who has a Libra we'll look moon. It up. Because she's... A double Aries and her Mercury and Venus is an Aries. Oh my gosh. And actually she has a, so maybe I'm messing that up. Maybe well look, I think my moon was something different now that you've said that. I know I'm a Taurus for Taurus rising. Anyway, we'll get into astrology one of these we'll, days. We'll do astrology We're always for fascinated by that. That's a whole different category. But, so I, I thought about it because I'm not overly emotional. I, I'm fully in tune with my emotions these days. It's all good. But I don't consider myself crazy. So when someone starts saying, oh, you're you're just being overly emotional, being crazy, I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm expressing how I feel. And I think that's the important line is, I am expressing how I feel right now. How I'm reacting is in measured proportion to the severity of the situation. So we're going to play crazy or not. Okay. we'll test the series. So let's give you some examples. I like this one. This one's easy. Okay. We talked about this one. Your girlfriend shows up in a clown car. She gets out. She's fully dressed in disco silver, and she turns on the boombox while clowns dance around her. Is she crazy or not crazy? I mean, I could see in some instances where this is fun, or yes. some people think this is fun, but I'm going to say crazy. I'm going to say crazy on that one, yeah. So, here's another easy one. Okay. You and your wife are at your wife's grandmother's funeral, and she is sobbing uncontrollably. Crazy, not crazy. Not crazy. Her grandmother just died. Exactly. Her emotions are in proportion to how she's feeling. So let's try one that I gave you uh, the other day that um, could go either way. So, and there's a reason we ask it this way, you and your girlfriend... And I always say this from the man's point of view, not that I am sexist. But or not that it could be two women in a relationship. Yeah. But in general, I think men have more of a problem with this. Just throw that out there. Sorry, guys, not to throw you under the bus. So you and your girlfriend jogging through the park. She stops and stares at a dog over there playing fetch, and she starts crying. Now, when you first asked me this, I said, is this woman postpartum? <laughs> and then I said, to- or did, she, did her dog just die? Mm-hmm. So let's let's try this a different way. So I'm gonna say not crazy. You're gonna say not crazy. So I'll I'll expand. Your girlfriend's golden retriever died last week. You're jogging through the park. She sees a golden retriever over there playing fetch and she starts crying. Not crazy. Not crazy. But I could see where someone just randomly bursting into tears watching a dog in the park. Whoa, what's going on here? Why are we getting well, so emotional? It's up to that person to ask. Exactly. And that's my point. It's if the emotion is not in proportion to the situation, don't dismiss them as crazy. But it could be the appearance. You mm-hmm. don't think that it's proportionate. Right. And that's when you drill down further and 
try to find out what's going on here. Or sometimes when you're dealing with all those emotions. Now, there's a show, it's on Facebook Watch, so you can mm-hmm. watch these on Facebook. It's okay. um, called Sorry, Sorry for Your Loss. It stars the Olsen's twins' little sister, I think oh. Elizabeth. Yeah. It just started its second season, but she becomes widowed. Okay. And I will tell you, maybe that's another episode I could talk about TV and widowhood, because so many TV oh, shows bring people it down. die. Okay, bring it down. Like, This Is Us, I think, does a very good job at... Oh, I don't think I can watch that show. I've heard amazing things about it. I'm not sure I can watch I it. I watch it, and I think they do a good job, but this is... I'm sorry for your loss. I mean, it does talk about the family a little bit, but it focuses more on the widow. Okay. And it deals with the rawness. Because This Is Us covers, like, a family's timeline, past, present, and sometimes okay. the future. This is more... It does slip into the past, but when you're a widow, life slips in the past. But it deals with, like, the raw emotions. Okay. And the first episode was right after he died. And there's one episode that she goes to, to her counsel to the therapy group, and she's expecting to eat a donut, because they have donut donuts sure. every week. And she goes... And there are carrot sticks, and she then spazzes out. Oh. I just want, and like the person working thought, oh, we thought we'd switch it up this week and have something healthy. And she goes, I just wanted a donut. Oh and it's one gosh. of those, any person would look at that and say, she's crazy, but yes. as somebody who's lost a spouse, you just have those, you're like, your whole life just got flipped upside down. You think there's going to be donuts, and another thing familiar was yes. taken away. I totally see that. So, see? so not crazy. Yeah, not to me, but when you're a widow, your threshold of crazy... This is true. ...is a little more open, maybe. Right. Now, it related to this, you're at McDonald's. Your husband flips out because they're at McRib sandwiches. Is he crazy or not crazy? You know, Brian <laughs> loved McRib sandwiches, so that could have happened. That could have happened. I don't think it ever did, though. Brian would say, I know my dead husband would say, not crazy. Uh, For me, I yeah. think McRibs are overrated. You will, true. So the fact that you're even eating a McRib, you might be kind of crazy. Well, I, but that's my personal opinion. They're getting to me proportional. Okay, really? We're going to have a meltdown about a sandwich at McDonald's. But to that person, that, that emotion is real. Maybe they were postpartum. <laughs> of all this silliness is that don't label someone crazy unless you truly understand what's going on now okay or maybe if you're a psychologist and are very familiar with the dsm yeah then even then is it technically crazy or is it technically something on on this i'm gonna come up with some good ones i can think of some you guys come up with some good ones i've got some that i might be drawing on experience well like for example you and your girlfriend great relationship Next thing you know, she's moved down to the United States and is, you know... From where? Canada? With, yep. And <laughs> hanging out with a convict and dragging your dog around, around with her that she met, you know, corresponding on Facebook through prison. Crazy. I lean towards crazy. Because you're, you're flirting crazy. with safety there. Yeah. And isn't that kind of the okay. thing? That is crazy. Because yeah. I know, at least from my personal experience, and this is where I get sensitive on the issue is I'd be emotional and people like oh you're crazy you need help and it's you know and, and when I did eventually start going to the counselor she said which we go to the same oh, yeah we love our counselor she listens to us so hello she listens Hi. but she said this isn't interfering with your work it's not interfering nope. with how you take care of your family it's not interfering with all this so no right. there's nothing wrong 
Yeah. Because you just lost your spouse and you're dealing with the ugness exactly. of it. But people, if you're not 100% happy all the time, you're crazy. Yeah. And, and I feel and that life way. life has emotion. Life has exactly. things that happen. And, you know, some sometime down the road, maybe several months down the road, I'll get into this some more. But there's times in my life where I felt like I had to be happy to 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 make sure that people didn't think I was mm-hmm. you know stressed or upset so that they wouldn't get set off you know what I mean and that's a whole nother story there but it, it's almost like sometimes you feel like you have to be happy and upbeat and not quote-unquote crazy and experiencing your emotions but the funny thing is up. doing that will make you become crazy it, yeah inside certainly has at some point so now we probably look in. Um, I actually this time have a stopwatch going. Yes, so we, we need may to want to transition on. to the sad topic. We should. And so, if this runs a little bit over, I'm sorry, but not a problem. Let we don't say up. we don't give ourselves a 100 percent for our time limit. We, we talk don't. about what we need to talk about. We don't. We try. We don't want to be it. one of those three hour podcasts. Oh That's my not gosh, our style. No, no we're not going to do that. So. What we what we like to talk about today is that uh, this is national um, infant in, national pregnancy and infant loss month, and I think October fifteenth is the actual day. Yes. And October fifteenth is the actual day, and I'll say why it's the actual day um, because I actually I love this quote, so I wanted to um, to pull it up. So uh, President Reagan actually designated the entire month of October in 1988 as Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And he had this quote, which actually we're going to discuss the quote because you you kind of felt differently about this. Um, The quote from Reagan, he said, When a child loses his parent, they are called an orphan. When a spouse loses his or her partner, they are called a widow or widower. When parents lose their child, there isn't a word to describe them. This month recognizes the loss so many parents experience across the United States and around the world. It's also meant to inform and provide resources for parents who have lost children due to miscarriage, adopted pregnancy, molar pregnancy, stillbirths, birth defects, SIDS, and other causes. So I know you had. No, I think I went off on a tangent about. Yeah. What about children who have lost one parent? Is Maddie a half orphan? Which half technically, orphan. yeah, you, isn't a real term. Right. But Urban Dictionary did, I think, say. Well, I have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Urban Dictionary is hysterical. Did they actually have a term for a child who's only lost one parent? I don't. I think you can say half orphan. Half orphan. Yeah. So there was. Uh, we we just carried I mean, pointed that out. Your dictionary dot com says noun. Plural half orphans, a person, especially a child with only one living parent. Okay, so maybe so Maddie you could... is technically a half yeah. orphan. But I liked that quote because it's true, and you know, it, it really is so much more prevalent than we're aware of. One in four women experience miscarriage, stillbirth, infant mm-hmm. loss, and I know we're going to talk about um, your we're going to talk about miscarriage because yes, we both are on different ends of this. But exactly. We did decide we were going to talk about my miscarriage, and mm-hmm. then um, we're going to talk about your daughter, Faith, right. in January. In January. Because um, it's... Uh, folic acid awareness, I think, yes. was what that one is. So we'll discuss that we didn't. Now, we but... didn't want to pack too much sadness in no, the month of October. not at all. And, um, it, you know, it is... We want to spread it out. Exactly. We want <laughs> spread, spread out, out the, the sadness. sadness. <laughs> but it is true, one out of four women, and I will say just briefly... 
um, when we went through our experience with faith, um, it wasn't until we did that that I realized my aunt and uncle lost their first child at birth. My grandmother lost her first child at birth. Every single generation of my family had lost a child at birth, and it was never really talked about. And so I think it's important, especially during a month like this, that we we're open and candid and talk about the fact that even in this same age, with all the medical advances we have, everything we know, there's still so much you know, loss out there. When you say that, yeah. it talks about, hold on, I'm going to try to see if I can pull this up from my Facebook. It'll show up in my memories in like two days. Mm-hmm. Last, um, I wrote this last October 15th. Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell the story, but I'll tell it more regularly. But I shared it when I told my story that I'm about to tell. It was to this um, Facebook page, Motherly, where it says, One in four women will experience pregnancy or infant loss in their lifetime. Today on National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day, we're sending love to those who are carrying loss in their hearts. And then it had a little Mm -hmm. meme that says, Some say you are painful, too painful to remember. I say you are too precious to forget. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that's the thing, people. This is just, it's very painful. Yeah. But I think one of the things, um, you know, I'm telling this part before I tell my story, but, you know, as someone who's lost a spouse, the world knows Brian left. Exactly. You know, they knew him. He had this large personality. A lot of, he he's very popular. Yeah. His loss was felt by everybody. Yeah. But when I had a miscarriage, at that point, only my best friend knew I was pregnant. It was very early. Sure. And I only told her because she, she texted me and said she was pre- she was 12 weeks pregnant. At this point, I was maybe four or five. I yeah. just peed on the stick, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it was very early. I lost this pregnancy very early, but I had told her because she told me. Sure. But I was like, but it's not, we're not telling anyone yet. Um... So nobody really knew about it. So when you lose something that nobody even knew about, exactly. you know, um, I think when you get pregnant and especially when you are anticipating getting pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, from the minute you pee on that stick, you're envisioning this child in your future exactly. and then that baby dies and so does your image for this mm-hmm. baby. And so it's, but you're carrying that alone yeah, it's almost it's almost as if so you you envision this baby, you lose the baby, but at the same time you haven't told anyone yet. So do you tell them to bring them into your loss? But it's very painful you? to even bring That's it up. That's hard. That is you so didn't even hard. get a chance to tell. The only people that knew I was pregnant was Brian, me, <laughs> my friend Tiffany. Yeah, I hadn't even had my first appointment yet because. To give a timeline, it was the night the Red Sox won the World Series in 2013. I hadn't peed for four hours because I heard that really, they say morning pee's the best, but it's really four hours. And I felt lucky the Red Sox had just won the World Series. So I went upstairs and I peed and I was pregnant. And, you know, Brian and I were planning on, that was the first month we were trying. Yeah. You know, and um, so that would have been about four weeks. Okay. Brian had a hard time with the whole two weeks before your previous cycle and all that stuff you're about four weeks and (laughs) you know for that couple of weeks you know we're pregnant his best friend and his wife who's a good friend of mine anyway but yeah it's when I say my best friend's pregnant his best friend and 
and his wife were pregnant, and my cousin, I just found out, was pregnant. So and ironically, all three of those babies ended up being born the same week, which is kind of funny. All close together, oh even though the goodness. due date, two of them were premature, but, um, and one was over. <laughs> but oh they ended up being born the same week, but about two, I never, it was funny, because when I compare both pregnancies, I didn't feel the symptoms as much. Hmm. And we even went, we went on an overnight cruise, and I, you know, I didn't eat much. Yeah. Then later that week, I went, I was at work. So this is November. Okay. Probably about a week or two before Thanksgiving. I went to the bathroom at work, and I wiped, and there was some blood on the toilet paper, so I freak out, and I call the OB. I hadn't had my first appointment yet. Yeah. And they were like, well, why don't you come in, and we'll do an ultrasound. So I went in. And then they weren't even going to give me an ultrasound. They were busy. And they were like, well, let's wait it out. And I I was really irritable that day. Yeah. And I insisted on having an ultrasound. You told me to come in, give me an ultrasound. And I could tell they were annoyed. I could tell the tech was annoyed. They stick the wand in. And then I could tell by the tech's demeanor something was wrong. And they were like, how far did they say you were? Because this mm-hmm. is just like a four-week sack. And I'm like, I'm like seven weeks. Oh, wow. That's when I knew something was wrong. So then the nurse practitioner takes me back in the room, and to this day, I can tell you, she definitely had not suffered a miscarriage because she was very businesslike about it. She goes, mm-hmm. one in four pregnancies ends in a miscarriage. These things happen. It's like, I get it. My husband's best friend, my best friend, and my cousin are the 75%. I'm the 25%, but that doesn't right. make me feel any better. Sure. And she was just so businesslike about that. To this day, I know she did not ever at this point in her life has suffered yeah so I had to go immediately oh so Brian was working on a case that was actually getting tv coverage and this is how you know he knew something was wrong because he rushed home he didn't he gave up his chance to be on tv oh no which for him that's major yeah and I had to go get my hcg levels drawn and I just remember just sitting there, like, crying my eyes out. And I remember there was a pregnant woman in the waiting room who was, like, say, like, almost making love to her belly. Like, she was no. all, <laughs> I know nobody can see what I'm doing, but, like, rubbing her belly. Rubbing and she was very belly. into the moment. Yeah. And I'm just in there crying my eyes out. Oh, gosh. And I do remember the the lab tech. They, she's like, this is the hardest part of my job. Because she could see what was being yeah. drawn. She's like, she goes, I had a lot of miscarriages before I had my son. It'll be okay, but I'm just sitting there crying. And I had to go back to... No, they're... they. I'm trying to think. So I had my HCG levels drop, which... It was a Friday. I went home. I just remember crying my eyes out. And my husband was a fixer. And he's just like, there's nothing he could do. Yeah. And then the bleeding got worse over the weekend. And he even said, he goes, I'm really glad you insisted on the ultrasound because then we would have been back in the hospital spending the whole right. weekend in the hospital. And I do remember we did retail therapy because I was making three baby blankets. And he's like, you need some." I was knitting and crocheting a lot. And he's like, you need something not baby to work on. Now, had they and had the OB told you what to expect or no. what's going next? So they hadn't really told you much. No, just we're drawing the HC levels in your Almost definitely having a miscarriage. So, so there was a little they... tiny bit of hope, but okay. I was hoping, but the bleeding started picking up. But uh, so you missed the funny part of the story I didn't get to. So we go to Hobby Lobby and they had those marquee letters. Oh yeah. 
And of course, Brian spells out penis. <laughs> I posted that on Facebook. Oh That's how gosh. Brian. So Monday was when I passed it and I was at work. And, oh, this is so hard for my Catholic self. I was at work, and I could feel it. I felt some pressure, and then I go and I pass it. And then I get up to kind of look at it, and high-powered toilet went whoosh. And there went the, my baby, or the, what was my baby? So then I'm all upset. I told Brian, come meet me at Starbucks near my work, which he did. And then I kind of told him what happened. He started, he goes, it's kind of funny. (laughs) And I was like, but, 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 but then again, you think, Oh. Like, well, we're Catholics. Our worldview is that that was our baby. And I'm yeah. like, but what are we supposed to do? It's not like there's a place you can bring the yeah. child you passed in this carriage. No, and I, I guess we were about to head up here to Maine for Thanksgiving. I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe we could have buried it at my parents' house. He goes, and then some animal would have dug it up. Oh, geez. That's what Brian said. So he's oh, just like, man. that. but it was a little traumatic at that point because I just wasn't expecting. Right. But like, what do you do with your... I. That's... A, your I child that you passed. And to this that. day, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know either. So I had to have my HCG levels drawn the next week. Now, my office, it's five. Like, you know, pregnancy tests will pick up 25 to 50. Yes. Five is when they can say you're not pregnant. Mine came back and it was eight. And I hate needles. Oh, geez. Even now, even after miscarriage and pregnancy, I'm not fond of them. Yeah. But... Yeah. So I had to go back another week. And then, so this was probably a little after Thanksgiving, December, but my body must have just went back to normal because a little after New Year's, I was pregnant again with Maddie, so I I didn't even yeah. have a, anything in between. You didn't have a cycle in between. You went straight from pregnancy to pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. So by the time I got, I had Maddie, I felt like I'd been pregnant for a year, and I pretty much had, but... Oh my God. <laughs> no, but... The thing that was also annoying is I then, after I got my pregnancy test with Maddie, shortly after the new year, which, okay, so, with my miscarriage, I started, um, I craved, like, anything that was, like, cream cheese and buffalo, like, buffalo chicken wontons, buffalo chicken rangoons, and sure enough, it was the new year, and we're like, all right, we're, we're gonna try again. And we were planning for our cruise, and I'm like, all right, our cruise is two months out. We might as well get the drink package and all that. And I just remember, with both pregnancies, I also got kind of bigger on top. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, it's a new year. I'm going to eat healthy. And we we did get an order of buffalo chicken. Maybe we did. But we had, like, the appetizer was left over, whatever we got. And there was (laughs) buffalo sauce. And I just remember I'm eating my salad. I'm dipping it into that sauce. Oh, my gosh. And I remember looking down thinking, like, huh. My boobs are kind of big. <laughs> and then, like, three or four days later, I had my positive pregnancy test with Maddie. So yeah. it went quick. But then when I kept calling the, the office to set up another appointment, like, well, when's your last menstrual cycle? And it's like, well, technically September. And the, every person would bug oh me gosh. about that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I just want to set up this appointment for this next baby. Then finally, one time I called in trying to set up an appointment. And somebody said, when was your last cycle? I'm like, well, technically September, but I had a miscarriage. It was like the third or fourth person I talked to that finally just said, I'm really sorry. Instead of, oh, this is, uh, I don't know how we're going to measure this. And oh, like, Which, to give you an answer, if anyone's ever in that situation, they don't know they're going in, but they will do a dating ultrasound. And yeah. and with me, they did a couple, I had to go back in for another series, H, H, oh. I can't even talk, 
the HCG. Yeah. But I had to do them two days apart. And okay. early pregnancy, they tend to double, but it could take three days to double. Yeah. So those two days, mine didn't quite double. So they're like, we need you to go in again. So I'm like, oh my God, like every little yeah, thing. And then the other nerve-wracking thing when I about the same time in the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Now, this time I was a lot more nauseous and things. Sure. So, like, the hormones are probably stronger. Yeah. But I went to the bathroom, same stall, spotted. Oh. So I called Brian, freaking out. I called oh. the OBGYN where they're like, well, since you just had a miscarriage, why don't you come in and we'll check. Okay. And then I remember we're sitting in the, in the waiting room. And this is Brian's first time at the OBGYN. Oh. So Brian, no, Brian was a very brilliant man, brilliant attorney. He, but he had an inner eighth grade boy. So of course he's teeing at <laughs> all the like vaginas on the wall and every like oh teeing. Like, oh. As I'm sitting there like, dear God, please don't let this be happening again. Oh, and he's just like, <laughs> look at a vaginas on the wall. <laughs> Which luckily we went in, had an ultrasound. The heartbeat was there. They're like, no, you have a baby there. And oh. that rest is history because that baby's now a sassy five-year-old. So what support do you wish you'd had is it more from the the professional end of things do you wish the professional end that left Mm -hmm. i'm sure that's very i'm sure there are professionals that do know what it's like of course because if it is one in four it's that's a a lot of people which ever after this happened i've since learned about lots of friends that have had miscarriages but you feel so for something so common Mm-hmm. I never felt more alone in my life. And then it's sad because I never got to share that child's life. Right. You know, and... And to have to, to know that we're surrounded by those silent numbers that just don't want to share or it's too painful. And it's just so heartbreaking because I wish I knew so that I could better support people. But why do you think... Is it just the pain? Is that what keeps us from talking about it? Maybe because we never, they never existed to the rest of the world that... Yeah. I do, one other story that stands out, because I tried never to, because when I was, I remember having this miscarriage, I became hyper aware of people who say, like, I remember a coworker, she obviously meant no harm, but she's like, Carrie, when are you and Brian going to have a baby? You need to get on that. She had no idea. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody was pregnant and they were complaining about, like, something about being pregnant. I'm thinking. And it did it did change my perspective. Not to say they never were. I, I mean, I had a pretty easy pregnancy. Both babies, I had sciatica. Though with Mad, uh, Maddie, I made it further. Mm-hmm. It went away magically at five months, which was kind of weird. Hmm. I mean, there were days I was uncomfortable and I might have said something to Brian. But I tried not to complain about it because I knew, sure. like, what it was to, like, lose. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy, but one story that stands out is I remember when Brian would come to me to all the appointments for the most part, except mm-hmm. for before called him late. I had to go in for my um, the gestational diabetes test. Oh, that one was killing me. And I was there, and we we're sitting there in the lab, and the lab was downstairs from the OBGYN, and then a girl and her husband come in, and she's crying her eyes out, and I'm like. Oh. And I just, and then I'm the pregnant, although I wasn't like making love with the belly like that woman <laughs> did, but I'm just sitting there like by then, I didn't really show until like six or seven months, but still right. I was pregnant. And I just remember like, I wanted to cry because I started crying. I just remember looking at Brian and we both were just like, looked like we were going to cry. And like, I remember oh. after we're like, I go, I wanted to hug her and tell her it was going to be okay. But yeah, at the same time yeah. you just, because there I was, I remember like, Going through my miscarriage, seeing seeing pregnant women was hard, mm-hmm. and then here I was, 
the tables had turned and I'm the pregnant one sitting in the, yeah. and my heart was just breaking. Like I'm even crying right oh. now thinking of this poor girl. Like I hope that they went on to have another baby. Exactly. But, you know, you just know, you can't not know after you've been through it. And I, yeah, I'll just never Brian and I looking and I remember afterward just like, we both were talking about internally, we're like, do we say something? We wanted yeah. to comfort them, but what could you have really said? Yeah. But that's just something that really stood out to me. So in my research on this month, I do want to share one resource that I found. Um, and this, this organization called SHARE, which is for Pregnancy and Infant Loss Support, their website is nationalshare.org, and they have a lot of resources on local groups um, people you can connect with to find support when you've lost, when you've had miscarriage, when you've lost a baby. There's a lot of resources out there. So if any of our listeners, you know, are are living that right now, um, nationalshare.org is a good resource for people. We'll have to put that in the show notes and we'll yeah. have to share it on our yeah, social media. Definitely. So any, any other thoughts you want to share with us on this, Carrie? Just that... You know, it's it's horrible. I mean, mm-hmm. until Brian died, that was the saddest thing that ever happened to me. And I mean, sure. this was this baby probably died shortly after I peed on the stick. It just took your body, my body, a little bit of time. Right. Um. I almost I had something, and now I completely am blinking. <laughs> oh, I know what I was gonna say, and I remember I said in that Facebook post that I'll probably be resharing because I don't think I could poetically say it as much as that. I remember right after, Brian only cried really once. He was trying to be so strong for me, but Mm -hmm. he did say, I never got to hold that baby. And I guess, you know, because I do believe in the afterlife and the other side. And I mean, I I take comfort knowing that he has gotten to hold both of our children. And, you know, wherever they are now, they're together. And I'm here on earth with Maddie. And, you know, I take comfort in that. It is something to take comfort in. Yep, for sure. So, well, I think on that note, we are our thoughts note. are with you if you're going through this. Exactly, and if you need to reach out reach to us, out. please do it. Yeah, we've been there. Yes, <laughs> we understand. On different, on different scale, sides of the scale, scales, but we, we get it. No problem. So, we'll be back again with another episode, episode ten next week. Oh my goodness! And I'm sure we have some fun stuff coming up next week. Yeah. So in the meantime, take care and reach out to us on on Facebook and Instagram, Zen Your Mom Podcast, and Twitter, Zen Your Mom Pod, and you can always find us on email at zenyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And here's the man, Scott Holmes. Scott Holmes, groupies. Out if I can click the right button. Take care, guys.